What's up, you guys? I'm Haley. And I'm Andrea. And this is Inhuman, a true crime podcast, Listener Stories, Volume 3. So we are back with another listener stories episode. We are really excited to be sharing this and yeah, I think we'll just get right into it. We love, we love doing these episodes. They are so fun. Super fun. Yeah. So we have a few to share with you guys today and I personally have not read any of these. So I am excited. I personally have not read them either. I just kind of skimmed through (laughs) to make sure they're not like, you know. Oh no. oh no, Andrea just Where did you disappeared. Go? Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> I think Andrea's laptop might have just died. <gasps> okay. Let's see. What okay. Yep, I just got a new laptop. Sorry guys. Alright. Pause, please. Tried to split the screen and I exited out instead. So Oh no. <laughs> okay, but you're back. Let's see if I can do this without can you guys tell that Andrea just got a new laptop? Does it work? Dang it. Where are you? <laughs> she did it again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to fix this. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Jeez Louise. Am I still recording? <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know how much of that I'll keep in, but you guys probably heard some of that, and that was a, uh, a disaster. So <laughs> I was saying... I didn't read these either. I just kind of skimmed over them to make sure they were like, you know, fitting the vibe and everything like that. So it's a it's a new world for me, too. So. All right. That makes it so much better. Okay, First story is from Rachel. So she said, this is a personal story about my experience of nearly being kidnapped. I cannot give you my last name because the situation happened while I was at work or any names of people I was with at the time. Totally fine. As we always say, you guys can, like, change names. You don't have to give us names. You don't even have to give us your first name. You can change your name, whatever you want. Exactly. Um, Definitely stay safe. My last semester of college in 2019, I had a full-time internship as a social work intern at a school in my area. I worked primarily with students who attended special education classes. I also chaperoned some field trips. One day in April 2019, I attended a field trip to an art studio in Rapid City, South Dakota with one kid, his mom, and his teacher. This kid was an amazing artist and he wanted to show me some of his artwork, or he wanted to show some of his artwork to this art studio. We first drove to the studio, which was in downtown Rapid City. After we were done at the studio, the child and his mother wanted to explore downtown. Rapid City is a smaller city, only about 75,000 people, but they have a great downtown area. One highlight of downtown Rapid City is an art alley, which is a large alley with unique graphic art on the buildings. Wow, that sounds so cool. It does sound cool. Uh, Where did I? I distracted myself by making (laughs) my own comment. We were looking around art alley, which the child's mother nudged me and said that a strange man had appeared in the alley and to not turn around because he was looking directly at me. Mm. After a minute or two of playing dumb, I glanced around. 
there was a man dressed in all black with sunglasses almost hovering near my group and looking toward me. Oh, that's so creepy. Thanks, yeah. No hovering, no staring, please. (laughs) I know. Leave me alone. I really didn't think much of it. I figured that he thought I was attractive or something and was just staring. We left Art Alley and went into another downtown shop. When I was looking around by myself, the child's mother came up to me and said that the same man was in the shop and was lurking around me. Mm-hmm. I glanced around and saw him sort of hidden in a corner by some items. We decided to leave the shop at that point. We walked to get some Starbucks and then to another shop. At this point, I thought I'd lost the guy. It had been about half an hour since I saw him. The next store we were in was rather small, and I wasn't really interested in it like everyone else, so I was just looking casually, looking at my phone. I happen to be standing near the doorway. All of a sudden, I look up from my phone and see the child's mo- mother running right towards, running toward me, yelling, "Hey, go away right now! What are you doing?" When oh I asked gosh. her what was up, she said that the same man had come up behind me and tried to grab me from behind to take me out of the store. <gasps> that is so scary. Oh my god! Thank goodness her like spidey senses were on, cause yeah, yikes! Wow. He had gotten as far as having his hands over my shoulders. I sometimes have tunnel vision when I look at my phone, so I hadn't noticed. Like most of us do. Don't we all? Yeah, I was going to say that. I turned around and he wasn't there. I have often thought about what could have happened if the child's mother did not catch this incident. I am small and looked like a teenager at this time, so I am pretty convinced that the person who tried to take me was a sex trafficker. Sex trafficking has become a huge issue in Rapid City. Honestly, it is everywhere. I had never thought about getting kidnapped in plain sight. I feel like the man must have had an elaborate plan of how to kidnap me without drawing attention to himself. When I look back, I recollect breathing on my neck, on my neck, but since I was by the door, I thought it was from air. It was air from outside. Again, I am convinced this was this was attempt to kidnap me for sex trafficking have you guys ever heard about somebody getting kidnapped in plain sight rachel um okay first of all yes people get yeah i I do think that that happens i I don't think it's a common thing but i think it definitely happens i think it happens more than we realize yeah yeah that is absolutely terrifying rachel i'm so glad you're safe and thank you so much for sharing this with us because i think a lot of us don't think about this and don't think it could happen Mm-hmm. to us but it's just a reminder to be vigilant and pay attention to your surroundings yeah yeah like Which, i'm like, so you... bad yeah like she was saying the phone thing like yeah i've i've made it a practice now especially when it's just manny and i out somewhere like i'm not on my phone i'm not like sucked into my phone because i need my eyes all around yeah I need to be better about that, and this story made me realize that because I am so bad about being on my phone and being sucked into it, especially because I'm, like, so freaking busy nowadays, and whenever I have time to, like, catch up on TikTok comments or something, I'm, like, sucked into my phone, but I will not be doing that anymore because, holy shit, that's so scary, and I definitely think he was about to kidnap you, and I think that it's very... I mean, I don't think it's like, like you said, Andrea, I don't think it's like super, super common, but it's not, I think it's more common than we realize. And like you said, he probably had an elaborate plan and, you know, people who are doing sex trafficking, human trafficking, they know what they're doing. And And they're brazen. They are brazen. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, he could have just grabbed you and 
if he like put his hand over your mouth you wouldn't have been able to scream and if the mother hadn't like looked over at that time and seen it who knows so holy shit i know i'm so glad you're safe and thank you so much for sharing that because i think we all need a reminder to be more vigilant yeah i agree wow well thank you rachel and i'm glad you're safe and please stay safe yeah Okay, so this the next one says, Hi, my name is Abby, and I've been listening to you both for a couple of months, and I'm obsessed. Thank you. Aww, we thanks, love hearing Abby. that. It's so sweet. <laughs> Your podcasts have got me through months of long hospital stays and the tough days through my chronic illness and good ones at home. Oh, well, I'm glad we could be there for you and yeah. sending you healing vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Praying for you and... Hope that, hope that whatever it is, it's it gets better. While this isn't necessarily horror, it still shocked me. Back when I was 12, I was in a pediatric psych ward struggling with my crippling OCD and depression. All of my friends were on different on a different floor, so I was eating breakfast all alone. As I was sitting at a table by myself, another girl, maybe 14 or 15, came and sat by me. Instead of saying hello and getting to know each other, all she said was she had attempted suicide and ended up in the ICU. Oh, wow. Wow. I was kind of shocked because most people don't just start talking about things like that because we could get in trouble if an aide overheard us talking about our traumas, which is weird. Why, why, why would they not? I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, they don't want to trigger someone else. Yeah. But still, like, I feel like you should be able to talk about, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But anyway, she said that when she had died and been brought back to the hospital, she had gone to heaven and heaven was real and it was beautiful. She then stood up and walked off, which in retrospect makes no sense because we weren't allowed to just walk about freely. But she just disappeared and I never saw her again. Wow. Which again is strange because the average stay is at least a week, and nobody only comes for a couple hours. That's interesting. Usually they do, like, a minimum of a 72-hour hold. Yeah. Right. Which may be different for the pediatric. I'm not sure. Yeah. Later, when I saw my friends, I talked about the girl, and none of them had seen her. She would have been in the C group, which was 13 to 16 years, and none of my friends in that group had seen her either. This made me think maybe she did actually pass and had come to tell me this because I was really struggling. That's like making me tear up, honestly. I know. Okay, I'm not going to cry. Even with this, I still don't believe in heaven or God. I'm agnostic and believe there is something after death, but not what anyone thinks there is. Again, this isn't a horror story, but it's quick and it really impacted me. Abby R. Wow. Wow. That, like, really touched me. <laughs> yeah. I hope that you're, like, physically and mentally doing better. Um, and I absolutely believe that she could have came to you because she knew that you were struggling and having a hard time because, you know, I am a Christian and I do believe in God. And sometimes I think God sends, you know, angels down to, to help us. And maybe that's what she was for you. I don't know. Yeah. I I... On the contrary, I'm like you, Abby, and don't know what I believe in. Um, but 
I definitely believe that everything happens for a reason. And I think she was there that day to, uh, to support you and help you through that Provide hard time. Comfort. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, thank you for beautiful. sharing that. I know that was probably difficult to share. So thank yeah. you, Abby, for sharing that. That gave me chills. Oh, I know. Wow. I almost cried. My little, yeah. my little pregnancy brain and heart can't, can't handle that <laughs> can't right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you, Abby. Yeah. All right. The next one is from Lauren. Hello. I recently discovered your podcast and love it. I've always been into true crime, but just started listening to podcasts about it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for listening. It's a whole different world. I don't know. When it I started is. listening to true crime podcasts, I was like, how have I been missing this for so long? I know. It really is a whole different world. I love it. Okay. I have a story for you about almost being human trafficked in a foreign country. Ugh. Freaks me out. But I also like really like when you guys share these stories because I feel like it's a really good reminder. Yeah, especially in another country. Like, that is so scary. I know. Oh, okay. Mind you, when I went overseas, all I could think about is the movie Taken. Yeah. It's a very good movie. And until that movie, I didn't really even know that, like, sex trafficking was a thing. Honest to God. Yeah. I didn't really either. It's so scary. Okay. When I was a junior in high school, my high school went on a trip to Europe. When we were in Paris, France, we were staying on the outskirts of Paris. It was about a 40-minute to an hour train ride from Paris to our hotel. We were in a group of 30 with four or five teachers. We spent all day in Paris and didn't leave the city until 11 p.m. That sounds amazing. (laughs) In Europe, there aren't very many public restrooms, so on the train ride back to our hotel, my small bladder got the best of my friend and I. (laughs) Yep, I remember that about Europe, too. When we got off the train, the walk back to the hotel was about 20 minutes. My friend and I couldn't hold it any longer, so when we were about five minutes away, we asked our teacher teachers if we could run back to pee they said yes since we were so close Mm. when we got to the hotel the gate around was shut it had never been shut during the daytime there were two guys behind the gate they had an accent and were talking in a language other than french that's suspicious Mm -hmm. they asked us if we were staying at the hotel and we said yes they asked for our room keys so we gave them to them in our heads we thought they worked there and had to verify we were guests there Which, like, that makes sense, though, like, as a high schooler in a different country. Like, I don't know. I don't blame you because I probably would have done the same thing, especially before, like, knowing about true crime. Yeah. When we handed them our room keys, they started whispering again in a language other than French, and they were laughing. They handed us our keys back. When they looked back at us on the other side of the gate they spoke to us in english saying if we would like to have them come back to our hotel room and have sex with them no thanks we looked at each other with confusion at that moment i noticed this all black car was tinted with tinted windows and the headlights beaming on us oh my god four large large men got out of the car at that moment i looked at my friend and said we need to run we both ran as fast as we could back to our group The car followed us for a little bit until we came in contact with our group, and then they turned around. That's so scary. Yeah. They were definitely trying to To get you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was extremely scared and thanked God we were going home the next morning. I have since been back to Europe, but out of all the countries I have been to, I will say Paris, France is the scariest. 
there were multiple times that men just can't come up and grab you for no reason while you're walking on the street. There is no personal space. For any young girls or women traveling abroad, always have your guard up. Lauren. I've heard that about, like, Paris. Like, there's a lot of um, pocket pickers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, like, people will just walk up to you and just touch you and grab you and steal from you. And there's, like, nothing really you can do about it. That's so scary. Well, Lauren, we're so glad you're okay. Like, that is terrifying. Yeah. And... I mean, in general, when you're in a different, a foreign country in a city you don't know, like, it can be so scary. And I'm so glad you were smart enough to run. run. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, like, you were aware of what was going on and ran. And I'm glad you had someone with you. Because even though, like, two young teenage girls against, like, what, six men at six that point? Six men, yeah. Uh, yeah. You might not have stood a chance, but at least you had someone to, like you know run with you and like get the heck out of there with you and a a little bit less scary but wow that's terrifying yeah that's really scary thank you for sharing because like you said it's important that we all need to have our guard up yeah and i'm glad you're safe oh my gosh i'm it's wild to me like how many stories like this we've gotten so far i know i know i i never realized and this is like just people listening to us yeah this is not even like everyone that this has happened to in the world which would be a lot i'm sure but yeah okay so the next one says hi there again so i'm assuming you are a return listener story sharer (laughs) yeah um this story happened three years ago my aunt gave me a small handheld mirror with a stand that was my great great or my great-grandmother's. She said it was haunted. Okay. I said, no worries. I'm not bothered. I used the mirror to put on my makeup for a few weeks, but it would often move. No one claimed moving it. From my bathroom to my bedroom and my kids' bathroom, they already have a very fancy makeup mirror. (laughs) Okay. Finally, and so weird it went missing... And we found it under the kids' bathroom sink. I am sure they moved it there. Two girls want the fancy makeup mirror. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, I would guess so. This was a two-story house that we had lived in for two years with a few strange events. Books blowing open to certain pages when there was no wind and no fan on. Unexplained footsteps in the night. The dogs and cats afraid to leave our bedroom at night. That is when... Yeah, that's scary. I hate when animals react like yes. to anything. I'm like, okay, nope, What'd there's a ghost. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, oh, that freaks me out so much. Yeah. Cause they have like a, they can hear better. They can see better. And I feel like they all, yeah. they have like a sixth sense too. Yeah. I think they do too. So one night I was laying in bed and I couldn't sleep, but under the door, I could see a very vibrant glow that lasted about two minutes. I opened the door, and this small orb went into the kid's bathroom under the sink. <laughs> I opened the cabinet, and there was the mirror. I was I was unsettled. I would be unsettled seeing the orb. <laughs> That's terrifying. I've seen yeah. orbs, like, in, in videos or, like, in pictures. Um, but not in, like, but real never, life. But never, like, in, like, real, like, you know, face-to-face life. Like, that would terrify me. Yeah, me too. 
I hate ghosts. Like, I don't hate ghosts, but that really freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Don't say you hate ghosts. Ghosts, I love you. <laughs> I love You're you. You're all nice. You're not welcome here, but get out. I love you, though. <laughs> you can hang out as long as you don't bug me. Yeah. My husband was offered a job the next week, so he had to quickly move from North Carolina to Virginia. Quickly meaning seven days. So we were very, very busy. Sleep was hard to come by. One night, I was in bed, tossing and turning. The orb started, but this time it came under my door. I could not see anything, but I felt something sit on the foot of my bed for about 60 seconds. <gasps> Note, all animals fled the room. <laughs> then there were footsteps over to my husband's side of the bed, the windows, and finally my side. I could hear breathing. Then all of a sudden, everything on my bedside table jumped up and off, hitting the floor, breaking mm -hmm. my drinking glass and my bedside lamp. I was scared shitless. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anytime anything moves, I don't like that. Yeah. The next night, I could not sleep, but I did drift off around 4 a.m. only to be awakened by someone, something, sitting at the end of my bed. The thing literally crawled up my body until we were face to face. It was a beautiful blonde female ghost. I say ghost because she was translucent, but I screamed. My husband did not wake up. The ghost approached me from my side of the bed and crawled over us. I went to wake my husband and the ghost grabbed my wrist very hard and said, don't do it. I don't want him involved. <laughs> that's spooky yeah when she turned her face was distorted and she looked ugly as if half her face was missing from a gunshot wound Ooh, that's the first thing that came to my mind yeah once she crawled over both of us she floated to the first window and opened the curtains by spreading her arms she stood there and looked out the window for two minutes and then did circle motions with each arm she floated to the next window and repeated the same actions. Then she turned to me and smiled. She walked out of the room. I heard her footsteps and saw her. She disappeared under the door and into the orb outside of our room. I ran to the kids' bathroom and found the mirror, which was oddly very cold to touch. To the touch. Oh. I packed <laughs> I packed that mirror up straight away. The next yeah. day, I woke up with a sore wrist and red marks as if, I, as if I had been grabbed. No idea what this was or what this meant. It has not happened in our new home. Dot, dot, dot. Yet. Oh, no. Kind regards, LM. Oh, that that's so spooky. That is really, really, really spooky. Because first of all, it's like the orb and then... That the poltergeist type stuff yeah. happening. And, oh, oh my gosh, spooky ooky. That is no, that's thank really, you. Hopefully, it um just stayed at your old house in North Carolina. That's really terrifying. Yeah, that would. Uh, yeah, thank goodness you were moving too, because I would have probably just had to move after that. <laughs> that's like honestly my biggest fear <laughs> that we're gonna discover like a ghost in a house. And, like, right now we're renting, but I'm so afraid that we're going to, like, purchase a house and, like, move in and be fine and then discover a ghost. Because I cannot, like, I I will have to be out of there. Like, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. That's, yeah. Ugh. Oh, my That's gosh. Scary. That that was a good story, though. Like, that was. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that because that was. 
Ooh, wow. that was freaky. Yeah. Especially because, like, you said she looked like she had been shot. Like, ugh. Yeah. Did you research to see if anything had happened in the home? I, oh, that's, that's what a I good would, idea. That's probably what I would have done, but. I don't know. I, I would have, but also I feel like I'd be too freaked out. Well, now that she doesn't live there. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I would want to know. What if know. it, like, followed you? Yeah, that's true. It could have followed you. Or it could have been the mirror. Do you still have the mirror? Yeah, Where's it could have been the mirror. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Because <laughs> you probably not. still have that because it was your great grandmother's. Yeah. It's, it's, um, hopefully not. Hopefully wow. it was just the house. Well, thank you so much yeah. for sharing. And thank you guys for sending in these stories that these were really good this week. And, or, yeah. Not that we do these every week, but, yeah. <laughs> whatever week yeah, we're sharing we, it. <laughs> yeah. We don't know when. When we're currently recording this, we don't know when this is going to go out because this is one of our uh, prepping for Andrea's maternity leave. Yeah. So when you guys are hearing this, I will have two babies. <laughs> yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram because we'll definitely be posting over there. Yeah. Hopefully not for a few weeks, though. Gosh. It won't be for at least how many weeks are you right now? I'm 33 weeks today. Okay, so at so least like three, three more, more weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping right. for. You guys won't hear this for a while because it won't be for a while till we'll need it. But when yeah. you do hear this, Andrea has babies. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for sending in the listener stories. Um, yeah. We love doing these. So if you guys have stories, be sure to send more in. And we love you guys so much. Thank you, as always, for your support, for listening. You guys really are the best. And you make you make us so happy. Yeah, you make it, you make this possible for us, so. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening and until next time, keep it human. Bye.